0: Welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and I'm here today with my rock star <laughs> co host, Allison Mayberry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and we are rolling up our sleeves to put into place an action plan to help us begin to live out our Word for the year. Don't know what your Word is for the year? If you missed last week's episode when we talked about how to find a word for the year, go back and listen in and pray about the word God would give you. Allison, did you get your word yet?
1: (laughs) If only y'all could see us right now. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's just, it's hard. I'm still working on it. Um, But the reason... I have like 15 minutes (laughs) now. Truth, people, truth. (laughs) Truth. No, listen, okay? We're going to be real, right? Okay? I have had a heck of a 19. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking for a, a powerful word for 2020 because yeah. I feel like 19, oh my gosh, when I say this, it sounds crazy, could have been worse than what it was. I, I, <laughs> how? I can't even imagine that. I wouldn't, I can't. But for me, I'm still just trying to find... The definition of the word that I need, because I need something um powerful i i've I, obedience, I feel like I've used that before um I <laughs> done <with> that one <laughs> yeah yeah i I wish I could be done with that one if yeah. you if you ask my Bible study friends anytime something comes up with obedience, they all look at me and they laugh or it's just it's that's been my word, but I want to find something that. Um, I just haven't found it yet.
0: Power. About. <laughs> so the next 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> I know. Th- this is your podcast today. Find my word. Yeah. Um, yeah Denise is going to talk about hers, and then maybe by the end of this episode, I will have found mine. But I really do. I want it to be something yeah. like enduring to keep me yeah. going because I need the strength she and works. the laundry. <gasps> That's a good one. That's a good
0: one. That's well, so one. here's the thing. By next month, we think we might have it. But here we're hoping that you guys can see that this is not something that you have to legalistically feel like, oh, No, I have to know it now. No, it's, it's really going before God, and it's a process. I it think, is. you know, as we talked about that final word in our uh, acrostic last month is test. We're testing out different words and praying and discerning, and, and that can take some time.
1: Well, and I think we really want the listeners to be intentful. It's not a word, is it? <laughs> be intent. See, yeah, yeah. intentional. Intentional. Listen, it's been a long day. Okay, okay. <laughs> cut that out. Okay. We want we want our listeners to be intentional yes. about the word that they choose, and I think especially. I think years ago, I would have just picked a word and been like, that's my word.
0: Right. Like
1: really go through those steps that we gave you. Mm-hmm. Pray on it and don't feel like, oh, well, it's this day of the month and I have to have my word. If you don't have it, yeah, keep praying and God God will give it to you. I know God's going to give it to me. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it might be the word you just gave me, but... God will reaffirm
0: that for me. Yes. Amen. And as I mentioned in the last episode, you know, I'm still contemplating the word uh, diffuse.
1: She's got her word, people.
0: Yeah, uh, just trying <laughs> to think. I feel like there's another. i got to keep going on thesaurus.com, another resource to figure that out for sure. But so the scripture for this episode is taken from Proverbs 16, verse 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord mm. establishes their steps. You see, we we can have plans, but unless we seek God in those plans, as we talked about in the last episode, being people of his word, those plans can be in vain.
1: Absolutely. And here's the thing. We can fill our day planner with vacations and business Mm -hmm. meetings and all the different things that we need to do. Um, But if you are not putting God first, Mm -hmm. and if you are not... You've got me all worried about my words now that I'm speaking. I can't <laughs> say anything. No.
0: Intentful. Intentional.
1: <laughs> she's she's harassing me. <laughs> um, no, seriously, because with trying to figure out what you're going to do, you really, really do need to take that time. And so just take the time. Don't get frustrated. Um, I'm, I guess I'm getting frustrated sitting here <laughs> thinking that I don't have the word, but just yes. make sure that you don't pull a word out of the air, right. you know, think about it, pray about it. And then, like we said, test it out and make sure that that, that is going to be mm-hmm. your word.
0: You know, speaking of uh, frustration, I mean, year after year, I would try to accomplish goals and that's what we're talking about today, y'all. You know, sometimes you might get that word, but you're like, how do I live this out? Mm-hmm. And I would get frustrated when I, I just couldn't be consistent And it is so hard to overcome our flesh. It fights us 100% of the way as we seek to live for God. But accomplishing the plans God has for us is not based on willpower. Okay? Can everyone just breathe a big sigh of relief? (laughs) We can plan, yes, but if our ideas are with wrong motives or if we're just trying to do it in our own strength or for our own glory, we will likely fall flat on our face
1: we will so you want to make sure as you're planning this out that you are looking at what your life is mm-hmm. like my season might be different than your season um somebody else's season might be different than theirs and when you're setting those goals also be realistic mm-hmm. um sometimes we say you people you can't see me i'm i'm overweight and i could mm-hmm. say okay i'm going to lose 30 pounds by the end of this month it could be realistic, but that's a huge lifestyle that I have to change. Mm-hmm. So I would need to give myself some grace to make that lifestyle change, and then maybe after these first thirty days, say, "Okay, in the next thirty days, I am going to lose that weight. You know, right. So I give myself time to make that change mm-hmm. um, and then have the goal that's attainable.
0: Right. And one thing we're going to hit on in this episode is what we call SMART goals. And this is where we're going to have goals that are realistic. And we're going to go through a whole acronym there as well uh, so that we don't set goals that are are going to be harsh or something Mm -hmm. that we really are are just too difficult uh, to reach. So some of us don't even want to try to plan (laughs) because we just don't want to fail again. And I have been there. And this is one of the verses that has really always been a go-to for me. Psalm 90 verse 12. It stirs my heart to help me to try to get back focused again. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. The NIV translation says to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. The bottom line is life is flying by. This is what I realized with my kids, you know, Mm. before being in college. And I I had five friends pass away this past year, and they're around my age. And it has just sobered me so much so that I want to live passionately for Christ. I want to make the days count.
1: And you have to make the days count. You know, we want to live our best life, right? Right. But we have to live our best life according to His will, mm-hmm. and making sure again—I—I I f- I feel like a broken record—but making sure that you're in His word mm-hmm. because when we take the plans and try to make them our own, it we always crash and burn. Mm-hmm. It always happens. So making sure that you're in your word and making sure that you know if something fell forward. I guess is what I'm trying to say, you know, because I think you only fail when you quit. And, and as long as you're getting up every day and you are breathing and you're taking the kids to school and you're doing the thing, you know, you're still here Mm -hmm. and you're still in the game. And that's a a struggle for a lot of people sometimes, you know, they think, well, I failed so many more times. I failed so many times before I can't do this. And you can, Mm -hmm. it's, Heidi Saint John always says, and she probably she might have taken it from someone else. I'm not sure, um, but you know, you can't control all the thoughts that come into your head. Mm-hmm. The first thought comes in, you can't control that, but you can control. Every single other thought that comes into your head. Mm-hmm. Now, when I talk to people about that, I'm like, okay, I can't control thought number one. I can't control thought number two because thought number two freaks out about thought number mm-hmm. one. And the same thing with three and four. But I'm like, you know, by the time you get to five, you need to take a deep breath mm-hmm. and you just. You need to breathe in and you need to breathe out and you need to stop those thoughts that come into Mm -hmm. your head because half of our battles are a mind game. You know, the devil would love, Satan would love for us to just freeze in fear. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to learn, you know, okay, let fear bring me closer to God rather than away from God. And so when Satan puts something in my path that is meant for bad I love when I can turn around and have it be used for good. Mm -hmm. And that is what we need to do in our goal setting. You know, we can choose to move forward and thrive, or we can choose to fail and give up. And Mm -hmm. I think nobody wants to give up, you know, and days are hard. Like you said, you have four kids in college. Mm -hmm. Like they're not under your roof anymore. So you worry about them. I worry about my kids. Um, But we've raised them Mm -hmm. so good. Mm -hmm. And we've had wonderful people in their lives that have steered them in the right direction. And we can only hope that that's the direction that mm-hmm. they keep going
0: in. Well, you know, I was just telling one of my daughters the other day that rejection isn't failure. Like if you get a rejection or, you know, something you feel like you fail that, it's just a redirection. Right. It's, yep. it's saying, okay, that isn't the door. Right. You know, uh, but don't think that that defines you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times we can shrink back from a calling of God on our life, because we think it's supposed to look a certain way. And this is what success looks like, but being obedient, you know, and what you were talking about too, um, when we take captive the thoughts in our mind and we choose how we respond to them and make them obedient to Christ. Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. And, um,
1: well, and, and where do we, why do we always think that no is a bad thing? Right. Like no could be the best gift that God's ever given mm-hmm. us. We may think Amen. that this is what, this is the path I'm, I need to go down. This is what I need to be doing. And God is standing right next to you and, and saying, absolutely not my child. That is not for you. You know, just mm-hmm. be patient. You said obedient. There's the word again. Um. You know, <laughs> listen, listen to my heart my heart's aligned with yours mm. and wait. And when the door's supposed to open, I'll open that door for you. And sometimes we're just, we're so quick, you know, we want everything mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. again, just, just waiting. So maybe sometimes those no's aren't so bad. Yeah.
0: So true. You know, a few years back I began to do Michael Hyatt's, uh, I don't know if you call it like a workbook a course. Yeah. I guess it's a course that he has called the best year ever. So this is a really great workbook plan that guides the reader through setting goals specific to them using what he calls SMART goals. And I don't know that he came up with SMART goals first, but I know he employs them well. And so what we're going to do is introduce you to that. If you've heard about it before, maybe this is just, I know for me, I need a refresher every year. It's like, let me look at last year's goals. What did I achieve? What did I not achieve? (laughs) Let me look at this year's and set some again. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and break down that acronym for you now.
1: Right. Okay. So, we're going to start the SMART acronym, and it starts with S because we can all spell, right? <laughs> oh, we can't English tonight, or at least I can't English, but we're, we're getting there. So S is specific. So when you're setting a goal, you really need to be specific about what you want to accomplish. So think about this as the mission statement for your goal. It isn't a detailed list of how you're going to meet a goal. So it should include an answer to the popular W questions. The first one is who. Consider who needs to be involved to achieve the goal. And this is really important when you're working on a group project, right? So you want to make sure you have the right people for that one. Um, What? Think about exactly what you're trying to accomplish and don't be afraid to get very detailed. The next one is when. You'll get more specific about this question under the time bound section of defining SMART goals, but you should at least set a time frame. So that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. So we have who, we have what, and we have when. The next one is where. This question may not always apply, especially if you're setting personal goals, but if there's a location or relevant event, identify that here. Which is your next W? determine any related obstacles or requirements. This question can be beneficial in deciding if your goal is realistic. And we talked about that a little bit Mm -hmm. before, making sure that you're going to set something that you can really achieve. For example, if the goal is to open a baking business, but you've never baked anything before, (laughs) that (laughs) might be an issue. Don't do that. As a result, you may refine the specifics of the goal to be learn how to bake in order to open a baking business. So, really break your goal down. And the last one of the W's is why. What is the reason for this goal? When it comes to using this method for employees, the answer will likely be along the lines of company advancement or career development.
0: That's really good. You know, when we ask ourselves questions, and try to discern if something is specifically supposed to be for us. Right. It really helps us, you know, it's to analyze it a little bit, be yep. a little analytical. Um, so the next letter is M for measurable. What metrics are you going to use to determine if you meet the goal? This makes a goal more tangible because it provides a way to measure progress. If it's a project that's going to take a few months to complete. Then set some milestones by considering specific tasks to accomplish. Now, one thing I like to do is if I have a task at hand and I'm wanting to measure it, I might have several sub points. And so it makes you feel good about those tick marks. (laughs) But like they're saying specific tasks, you know, it isn't just one thing. So you may have several aspects to it that need to be measurable, And so that can help you. And I'll use different tools. We can talk about tools maybe in another episode as well. But whether it's Evernote or checklists or the Reminder app, something to kind of keep you on target with that too. But you have to decide what is really going to help you measure that goal best.
1: And I think too, keep in mind, this isn't... A race that's a sprint. This is more like a marathon. So yeah. slow and steady, right? And take your time when you're trying to go through all of these letters and make sure that you're really obedient There it is again, Um, you know, and paying attention to making sure that you're going to be able to accomplish all of these Um, because that's the goal, right? So the next letter is A, which is achievable. And this focuses on how important a goal is to you and what you can do to make attainable and may require developing new skills and changing attitudes. Really? (laughs) This goal, or the goal is meant to inspire motivation and not discouragement. And that is so important. Guys, you cannot set goals if you're already going to sit and set the goal and say, oh, I'm never going to hit this, right? Right? (laughs) Again, we say half the battle's in our head. If you're saying you're not going to do it, you've already lost it. So that's not going to happen. So make sure that you're motivated. If you're a colorful person, get your colored pencils out, write all of this out, color the pages, have your kids color the pages for you, but make it that it is fun for you to do this. This should not seem like it's a task Mm. that you have to do. Mm. This is something that you're doing to make your life better. This is something that you're doing um, to really set you on track, to make you have the best 2020 that you can. So think about how you can accomplish that goal. And then if you have the tools or skills that are needed, Mm -hmm. don't set something up again that you're going to fail. You know, yeah. I, I can't say I'm going to lift a 400 pound barbell tomorrow, <laughs> that that's just not going to happen. So right. if you don't currently possess those tools or those skills, then consider what it would take to attain them.
0: Mm. You know, what I also think about is that it should at least be somewhat challenging because someone can set a goal. Okay. Like during Lent. Yes. <laughs> hey, I am not going to drink Mountain Dew. Oh, and by the way, I never drink Mountain Dew. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's good to have some goals that are maybe just... A little challenging, and then you can go by degrees, and that it is something realistic, you know, achievable. But, um, you know, we want to make sure that we are trying to uh, pick something that is going to cause us, I believe, just to cry out to God and say, God, will you help me do this? It's not something we're doing in our own strength.
1: Right. Well, get out of your comfort zone. Right. And we're not saying like into the danger zone, but you know, don't be comfortable because you're not going to grow where you're comfortable. You're only going to grow where you're uncomfortable. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and one phrase I think uh, it's Mark Batterson uses is having, making big, hairy, audacious goals. Wow. (laughs) And this has been a word, BHAGs, I guess they call them, um, that for this next year, I've got some big old hairy, audacious goals. Yeah. Audacious audacious goals. And um, they don't feel achievable to me. Okay. So there's some that in my own strength, they don't, but I feel led to, to make these goals, but here's the difference. Mm. It is something I'm putting there on my radar and I'm saying, God, Lord willing, you'll help me to do that. I'm going to go ahead and try for it. Cause guess what? Any progress is progress. Absolutely. Versus not even trying now. So that's a big hairy one, <laughs> but that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. And so, and then, but there's also going to be some that might be more easily achievable. Yes. You know, so I I do think it's important to kind of have a spectrum of those that might just be pretty easy for us, but still a little challenging to the big hairy ones that uh, they're achievable, but it'd be like a, you know, a movement of God in my life to (laughs) achieve. So the next word is relevant. Relevance refers to focusing on something that makes sense with the broader business goals or personal goals. For example, if the goal is to launch a new product, it should be something that's in alignment with the overall business objective. So going back to that baking thing, if I don't bake it all, it probably it's not a good idea. Yes. You have those things where oh, I want to do that, but we should train for it. We should plan for it. Right. And, and so it needs to be relevant to what we're doing. Or if it's something totally new, you need to prepare for it. So I think uh, even if it's something in your family, you may have goals for your family. You may have goals in your church, your ministry, your work. Is it relevant to those fears in your life? And
1: achievable because we don't want them to be out of range, right? Right. Um, And then T, time bound. Anyone can set goals, but if it lacks realistic timing chances are you're not going to succeed. And we do not want to set you up for failure. We want to set these people right. up life to succeed. Exactly. Not. You know, now there's some people who would be like, "Okay, that's great. I can do that. Oh, sure. I our family is going through such a life change. I have a new job. We're doing the podcast. It uh, there's no way. I right, I right. couldn't. Like, you know, I'm going to be hitting fast food restaurants and that yes. kind of stuff. So you do, you really have to be Really, really realistic about it. Um, Provide a target date for deliverables is imperative. So ask specific questions about the goal deadline and what can be accomplished within that time period. Have an open mind, right? Mm -hmm. Make sure that it's going to be able to get done within that time. And if the goal is going to take three months to complete, it's useful to to define what should be achieved halfway through the process. Mm So kind of have like a check-in, right? Providing time constraints could also create a sense of urgency. So like how do you eat an elephant denise (laughs) one bite at a time you know so just making sure if it is a big huge hairy goal um (laughs) you know be be responsible to yourself and have check-in points along the way because i think sometimes those huge goals are great to have but you have to follow through and make sure that you're you're being accountable as yes. you go through them, because you could be like, okay, I'm going to hit this goal by March. And then all of a sudden March is here and you're like, oh, well, what did I do? Did I even do anything? Right. So because you weren't prepared and you didn't prep ahead of time, then again, yeah. you've kind of set yourself up.
0: And a plan isn't just a hope, like, hey, I hope I'll lose my day. You know, it's no. something that we we're intentional toward, but you know, about that word accountable. Um, in November, a friend of mine, we said, okay, well, it was actually beginning in October, but it was supposed to end right before Thanksgiving. We're going to do whole 30 for 30 days. Okay. And so this was challenging, um, but we were accountable. We'd send each other pictures every day. This is what I ate. This is what, you know, how I'm doing. And then her daughter got sick. Mm. and she had to go to the hospital she's like denise this is really hard i'm like put some lettuce on a piece of chicken you'll be okay right (laughs) but then i was like no i need to get let her know see this is where you don't want to be so staunch yes like okay we did pretty well for like 20 days you know and maybe it's a little too hard you know i said you know what if you need to break it don't don't feel bad about it. Right. Well, and so she did, and I was like, "Heck, if she's breaking up."
1: She's oh,
0: like, you did not. Oh. So anyway, well, I wanted to be with her through the whole thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So then the next week she's like, "Hey, where's that chocolate mousse cake? We promised ourselves up to thirty days." I'm like, "We didn't do it." <sighs> Good for you. I think it's good to say and set, like they said the halfway through, set different little reward systems also. Right. Because that can be an encouragement and a motivation. And if you miss it, oh, didn't get this time, but you know what? The next 10 days, it, it may be you know, depending on your personality, you may be able to say, Hey, I can go a whole month and then do a reward. Mm, Let me go a week.
1: Yeah. And I think the thing too is, so I did Weight Watchers years ago and I'm sure the plans have all changed. I think we've all done, right? We've, we can lift them. So I remember that they used to have like the cheat day, right? Like you could eat everything on this one day oh, yeah. and in the beginning, I was like, this is great. I'm going to have my cheese fries. I'm going to have my chocolate cake. I'm going to do this. And then in the next couple of weeks, it got to cheat day and I was like, oh, I'm going to have my cheese fries. And the cheese fries didn't taste so good, yep. you know? So once you get into the routine of it, mm-hmm. you really do, You it gets to be a habit and you can kind of, would, would it be yes. train yourself? You know, mm-hmm. you, become, you become accustomed to it. So it does get easier. It's the hardest thing about all of this is going to be starting, right? But
0: once you get going, you're great. You're good. Yes. And so setting smart goals can be challenging because of mindsets and we can feel defeated because mm. of fear of failure. Yep. But setting goals and working toward them, we can make progress, which matters, Progress and working toward goals is so much better than not trying at all. And I'll I'll share a few um, smart goals I've had over the years. Um, One was that I would get a book published. And it was a miracle. Check. Check. Woo-hoo. And, in fact, I got two published that year. Check, check. (laughs) But you know what? It was hard. And there was a lot of preparation that happened before that. And I didn't set that goal until I had achieved other goals before it, because I knew that would be not just a very big, hairy, audacious goal, but it would have been (laughs) one that was really not relevant, because I wasn't yet in the habit of writing. And so it's different things that you put into place to work toward goals. I've had goals of losing weight, I've lost weight, and then there's been times where I have not. And so um, if you're hearing anything from us today, hear Grace. You know, yes, we, we set goals and we will miss some, but you set them again. You know, um, to just stop setting mm-hmm. goals and say, Oh well, I failed. We all fail. We all fall short of the glory of God, every single one of us. But God's grace is enough. And if we will just get back up and say, Lord, help me to set a goal, a smart goal, I might suggest, one that has is specific to us, that is measurable it's achievable, it's relevant, it's time bound. And I would also add that God is putting it on your heart. Because when he um, guides us to something where God guides, he provides and he will enable you.
1: Absolutely. And you know, so often we just need to put something down on paper. Um, So ask yourself questions to drill down to what really matters to you. Okay. Then you want to go through all of those steps that Denise just mentioned for the SMART goals and put your plans into action. And again, it all starts with prayer because if you're going to pick something that's your goal, that's not in line with God, then Mm -hmm. it's not going to be achievable. So make sure that you're praying about what this is going to be. And if it is God's will, it's going to be successful,
0: right? And you know, I was thinking about a friend um, who really wants to get married, and you could say, "Okay, well, here's my goal: I'm going to get married by." Okay, no. Let's talk about the goals we're <laughs> <Yeah>. setting here. <laughs> you know, there's difference between desires
1: absolutely
0: and goals you know uh, hopefully a lot of our goals are driven by what god's word says and what he wants for us to achieve um but there are also personal callings and things that he has for our life so one thing we're going to do is attach this episode as a free download which would be a worksheet for you to go through and reflect on these things and try to write and list your smart goals ultimately setting goals helps us to be a purpose driven people living our lives on purpose for the glory of God. And, you know, the purpose driven life is the number one. It was a number one bestseller for years. And I've, I've yep. heard people say it's the number two of all time. I don't know. We tried to, know. Figure to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that, but I will say, obviously it is a very well thought of book because we all have this sense of God, what is my purpose? What have you called me to? And really what our greatest calling is to be more like Him, is to share Him with this world. Go and baptize the nations. Go and disciple. Um, be in His Word. And so that purpose right there, we can set goals when we're faithfully in His Word, and then God can use us for even greater things.
1: Yeah, because we are the hands and feet, you know, so if we're out and we're sharing our testimony, Mm -hmm. we've kind of talked about that, you know, some of us don't want to share our testimony, but if we're sharing it, then other people are seeing, I think sometimes it's, it's the biggest lie that people think, you know, oh, Christians have it all together, Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That is the biggest. Yeah, no, absolutely the furthest from that, you know. But I think that's because a lot of us we go to church on Sundays. We have our families. We all sit there. We look great. We look all together. We look wonderful. Um if we could peel back the layer, yeah. you know, and see what each person is going through. Like mm-hmm. wouldn't that be cool if Well, it really wouldn't be cool, but it would be cool if each person had like a sign above their head of what they're going through, Mm -hmm. you know, so you really see like, okay, that's how I'm going to pray for this family today. Mm -hmm. You know, this husband is struggling with this or this child is struggling with that. And, and that's why we need this community. That's why I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of this podcast because I Mm -hmm. hope that, you know, with the two of us, we'll reach lots of women, Mm -hmm. um, who need that encouragement, who might be you know, willing to go out on the edge to listen to this podcast in the quietness of their home Mm -hmm. because they're still too afraid to step foot into a church. Um, and maybe we can give them that strength, you know, to get the courage to set these goals. And maybe one of those goals will be to find a home church where they will be accepted. They will be loved. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just takes lots of prayer. So, you know, we keep saying it, but making Mm -hmm. sure that you're in the scriptures each day and, and just making sure that, you know, your heart is right with God. And, and we all know with God, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. So raw truth, everybody, you know, we know a wish is not a plan. Um, it just made me think of Walt Disney. You know, the song, <laughs> what is that song? A wish is what your heart
0: makes. Oh um, yeah. Um, I say I boycotted Disney when my kids were Oh, right. see. <laughs> but again, not... again, I wasn't so harsh. But I did it first because I really wanted my kids, and this is something they've all said to me, Mom, because I said when they were little, I want you to know I'm always going to tell you the truth. You know, I I want you to know that. Because I had read a testimony of a man who said, sorry, we're going on a tangent here. No. But he said he, uh, he was an atheist because his parents had told him about Santa being real, and that wasn't true. How could he believe him that Jesus was real? And so I said, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I know people thought I was a real joy kill, but... We didn't do Easter Bunny, didn't do the Tooth Fairy, I didn't do Santa, I didn't do all that, okay, but as they got older, I explained to them why I didn't, and it wasn't a legalistic thing, I didn't judge anyone if they didn't, you know, before you guys write me letters (laughs) and email, (laughs) but I always, we also didn't do Disney because I was like, you know what, that's just not real life, and so we did read nice stories and things like that, but as they got older, then I let them watch it when they could watch it and understand, Hey, just so you know, this is a story someone wrote, yeah, and it's kind of a neat story, and but um, it's just not real. And so, anyway.
1: And that could be a whole other podcast. That could be like <laughs> four or five podcasts, because it is true. It's things that we fill our children's heads with, and there are things that I think we do keep from them, because it is to protect them. Yeah. Um but I have lots of friends like you that have never done the Santa thing. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought like, "What? You don't do Santa?" <laughs> like, how does that, you know, and my one girlfriend was like, "Well, why should he get the credit? I'm the one who buys the presents and I do this and <laughs> and I I get that. Um but also, I think I think we need to let our kids understand that there is trying to find the right words here. Um, you know, there is a huge difference between fairy tales and wishes mm-hmm. and reality. Mm-hmm. Um because we don't want to set our daughters up for failure. You know, we yes. talked about we both have college daughters. And I have one daughter, you know, who just has like this absolute picture of what her husband should be, mm-hmm. and I am like, oh, honey, it is not a Nicholas Sparks book. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is not. Um, so sometimes that that does that does become an issue. Mm-hmm. So I totally get where you're coming from with that. And so I think with what we were just talking about, about a wish is not a plan. Mm-hmm. You can wish for things, but unless you're praying for it and you're putting action behind it, um, and you're really like getting on the battlefield, none of that's, none of that's going to happen. Right. Uh Um, radical grace is turning our wish into an action that moves us closer to a goal. So, Mm -hmm. so that is, even though a wish is not a plan, you could have a wish that does become a plan. That we turn, it comes into a plan because of the action, right? Mm -hmm. That moves us closer to our goal. Um, And of course, with truth and grace, there's real hope because when we fall short of our goals and we are so battered and bruised Mm -hmm. because we feel like we can't go anymore. God is still able to accomplish his purpose in us, mm. and he will still continue to shine through us. So, hopefully, with everything that we've talked about today, I know you had mentioned earlier leave us a comment. You know, if somebody agrees with what we've said, yeah. if you didn't agree, no, no, kidding. You can, you know, <laughs> let us know and let us know how your sheet worked out for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd be curious, I'd love to see everybody's sheets. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.